Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've come to the conclusion that pretty much anything you see on Facebook Marketplace is a scam. I, I mean, <laughs> I assume there must be somebody out there who successfully put an object on the Marketplace on Facebook, sold it to somebody who bought it, and the transaction went smoothly. But I get the impression that the vast majority of these things are scams. And I understand that that's just my overgeneralization. But the more and more I, I see the things pop up in the news about people being ripped off on the Facebook marketplace, I think, well, there you go. Department of Justice announced a story that Steve sent me. Steve, not me, but Steve. Ohio man sentenced to prison for selling fraudulent hunting leases. An Ohio man was sentenced to prison in connection with his execution of a scheme to solicit payments from dozens of individuals in exchange for purported hunting leases that he had no rights to sell. So according to court documents throughout 2019, the man who's 30 years old of Ohio operated a scheme where he placed online advertisements for hunting leases supposedly available on several parcels of land in Ohio. But the defendant, in fact, had no right to sell the leases for the properties in question. He placed the advertisements on at least 38 different Facebook pages, including Hunt Florida, Ohio Hunting Lease, Bow Hunting PA, and Alabama Deer Hunters. I had a property professor who jokingly once said that, you know, when you buy a piece of property, uh, you'd like there to be a congruence between the person who owns the property and the person who is selling you the property. <laughs> so if someone's going to lease you a piece of property, either they need to own it or they need to be working as an agent for the owner. But it is very easy to go, oh, yeah, that property right there is mine. Give me 100 bucks, you can hunt on it. So in these advertisements, the defendant solicited payment in exchange for purported hunting leases, prices ranging from $400 to $5,000. The defendant requested payment from prospective clients he uh, contacted, and he wanted them to be paid through PayPal, Walmart to Walmart, MoneyGram, Western Union, and Venmo. There's no iTunes gift card option here. How can I do this? When individuals inquired further about the purported leases, the defendant would provide pictures of mature bucks that he falsely claimed had been harvested by former clients on the parcels in question. By the way, if anybody ever sends you a photograph to confirm anything, so you're talking to somebody and they say, oh, let me show you a photograph of something. doesn't matter what it is. And they show you a photograph, and you're wondering, I wonder if that photograph is real. Do a reverse search on Google of the image. You can search Google with images. And just go to the Google bar, and you'll figure this out. But you can actually take the image, put it in the Google thing, and hit go. And it'll tell you if that image is anyplace else on the internet. Now, it's possible that if you, you know, search the image like that, that it'll pop up with that guy holding that deer's head up by the antlers going, hey, everybody look at the deer I just shot. But it might also pop up 300 times because it's a stock photo. So you got to do that first. But after receiving the initial payments, the defendant would then send contracts and instructions via email. In total, the defendant solicited payment from at least 68 different individuals, all of whom resided outside of Ohio. So if he's in Ohio and they're outside of Ohio, got a little bit of a problem here. <laughs> Because you're doing something across state lines. And, you know, anybody who watched The Untouchables, the old TV show, Dragnet, the old TV show, or any TV show since then should know that if you break the law crossing a state line, it might catch the attention of the feds. And notice I'm reading to you a Department of Justice press release. 
At least 59 of these individuals sent initial payments to defendant totaling over $34,000. Now, the judge in this case for the Southern District of Ohio sentenced the man to one year and a day in prison, three years of supervised release, and restitution of $18,000. Now, you'll notice that the $18,000 is less than $34,000. That's my lesson for you today. Write that down. 34 is greater than 18. And uh, I'm wondering why he wasn't ordered restitution of over $34,000. Now, it might be that they've already gotten some money back. But that's a question to be asked. Also, one year and a day. People ask me about that. Why a year and a day? And quite often, those kinds of things happen because there are bright lines in the law. And they'll say, for instance... You know, a misdemeanor is uh, punishable by up to three months in jail. Well, a month can be 31 days, although you never get three of them in a row at 31. But a month can be 31 days. Therefore, 93 days in jail is the max that you can get. That's why 93. Okay, that's, that's one possibility. And if the law says that you must be sentenced to more than a year in jail, a year and a day will do it. So that's the bonus day you get there, my friend. The defendant was sentenced to prison for orchestrating a fraud scheme that preyed on unsuspecting individuals from all corners of the country, said Assistant Attorney General Todd Kim of the Justice Department's Environmental and Natural uh, Resources Division. The sentence is a reminder that the department is committed to prosecuting such offenses. The defendant's crimes were deliberate, detailed, and harmed a great many people, says the attorney Kenneth L. Parker for the Southern District of Ohio. His actions not only defrauded the unwitting individuals who fell victim, to his lies, but also created a potentially combustible mixture of hunters who believed they had the right to be on these properties and the landowners who had not given permission to these individuals to access their property. Luckily, law enforcement partners halted the scheme before anybody was injured. And this is the problem. And I, I, was, I'm, I was glad they got to it in the story because play this out. Okay, imagine we're talking and we're just going to say, what happens if this guy wasn't caught or stopped? Okay. So you go on to Facebook Marketplace, despite the fact I've told you it's almost certainly a fraud, and you say, oh, there's a guy leasing hunting land in Ohio. And I see these photographs of these monstrous bucks with these elaborate racks, and and they've been harvested out there. This place is crawling with them. In fact, you have a hard time getting out of your car because the door won't open because there's so many of these bucks trying to climb into your car. Take me home with you, they're saying in, in perfect English. And so you, you see this. So you, so you contact the guy and the guy goes, yeah, the lease is still available. $5,000. So you, you Venmo the guy $5,000 and he sends you instructions with here's where the lease is. Here's where this is. Sign this thing and send it back and you're good to go. So you wait till hunting season starts in Ohio and you drive up there with all your equipment and stuff and you get out and you park and you're tramping around the property and a guy walks up and he goes excuse me who are you and you go oh i'm me you shake hands guy goes why are you on my property oh um i leased it from you if you're the owner guy goes i am the owner but i didn't lease anything to anybody didn't you see the no trespassing signs out by the road that you parked next to well yeah but i i leased the property from the owner on Facebook Marketplace. Guy goes, I don't know what to tell you. I'm the owner. And I never leased this to anybody. And you walked past no trespassing sign. 
get off my property. Now, that's how it would end peacefully if the guy gets off the property. But as you can imagine, one of these people is probably armed because they're going hunting. We don't go out and wrestle the deer. We're hunting the deer. Okay? So if the property owner is likewise armed, he might be. It's hunting season after all. And the property is good hunting property. It's got those deer everywhere. You got two armed guys out in the woods arguing over something. And the guy who discovers he's been ripped off might not be too happy at that moment in time. Now, whether that would cause him to escalate it, I'm not saying for sure. But I've heard of arguments happening that started over hunting grounds for various reasons, and bad things happen. So you can imagine the situation, and I do believe that the Department of Justice attorney is correct in saying this could have created a very, very ugly situation. Now, I had someone send me a note the other day and they said, Steve, hypothetical, someone else gives someone permission to be on your property. Who's trespassing if they go on your property? I said, that's a simple, que- a simple answer. The person who's trespassing is trespassing. And since they got the permission from somebody who didn't have the right to grant them permission, presumably, then the person on the property is trespassing and the other person is just an idiot. Um, and he said, well, the reason I asked that is it popped up on a thread on Reddit. And somebody said that they woke up one morning, there's a guy in their backyard, and he said, well, your neighbor gave me permission to be here. Well, the guy in your backyard is trespassing because the neighbor doesn't have the right to grant permission to go on someone else's property. And even the guy saying, your neighbor gave me permission, is implying he knows he shouldn't be there. Otherwise, he would have said, I got permission from you, which he didn't. And so I've talked briefly about trespassing before. And it varies wildly from state to state, as I like to say, and that's true. In Michigan, there are four ways that a person can be put on notice that they are not welcome or that they are trespassing on someone else's property. And the first way is by signage. Put up a sign that says, no trespassing. If you walk past that sign, you're trespassing. Straight up. Number two, there's no sign, but you walk onto the property and I walk up and go, excuse me, who are you? This is private property. Get off. So I can tell you verbally, that's number two. Get off the property. Believe it or not, a fence in Michigan does not need to be marked. If you climb a fence, you're presumed to know that you're probably doing so against the wishes of the person who put the fence up. That's what fences do. They make good neighbors, and they also keep out trespassers. And if you don't like that, sorry, but that's the law. And the fourth thing you can do is if you're farming your land. So if I've got farmland, and I've got rows and rows of corn, and I see you out there walking around, I say, excuse me, why are you out here? I didn't see any signs. I didn't see a fence. And no one's told me to get out of here. Guess what? You're on farmland that's being farmed. You are trespassing. If you don't like that again, that's the law. I'm simply telling you what the law is. Now, you might say, Steve, let's suppose that I bought the lease from the guy and everything looked legit. The guy sent me photographs of him on the property and they're clearly him on the property. So I have a good faith belief that I should be there. Doesn't that get me something? It might, but I need to tell you one other thing. And that is that in Michigan and in many states, trespassing is both a civil offense and a criminal offense. Meaning I can call the police and say, there is someone on my property. Please come out and arrest them. And they can arrest them. And they can charge them and prosecute them for trespassing. That's a criminal action. It's also a potential civil action. Meaning if I catch you on my property, I can sue you. Now, how fun will that be and how much will it cost? 
I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm an attorney. <laughs> so I can make a, a lawsuit conjure out of thin air pretty quickly. But the average person, if they go to their lawyer and say, hey, I, I got this guy trespassing my property, I want to sue him, is probably going to say, well, we can sue him, but you know the amount of money we're going to get won't be that much, and how much harm did he do, and so on and so forth. But the point is that you can sue somebody. So the person who says, I had a good faith belief that I was on that property legally, I carried the papers with me, I paid the money, the guy had this great argument and story about how he owned the property, I believed him, and I'm out on the property, and a guy confronts me and goes, get off my property. If he calls the police, the police show up and go, you know something? It looks like the guy got ripped off by somebody else. He had a good faith belief he was out here. It's going to be awfully tough to get a conviction on this one. They may or may not do anything. Or the police might arrest the guy, hand it to the prosecutor, and the prosecutor might go, eh, it's not the crime of the century. But you can still sue him. And can he defend the lawsuit by saying, yes, I thought I was out there legally? He can. And a jury and a judge may or may not believe him. But that's the point. The point is that it's both criminal and it's civil. And so if you're going to buy the lease from somebody or get permission to go on property, make sure you're talking to the right person. And the weird part about this is the only real way to confirm property ownership is to go to wherever they keep the property records in your state. In Michigan, they keep them at the county level, and many states do. So you go to the county, which in many places in Michigan, it's in the same building as the courthouse. It's often the same complex. Sometimes it's actually in the courthouse, and there's simply a room where they have the register of deeds. And so you can actually find the parcel the land is on and see who is the current owner of that property. Is a hunter in Florida who wants to go hunting in Ohio going to do all the work to do a title search on a piece of property in Ohio? Probably not, because that probably cost more than the lease. So it's a situation where it would be very, very difficult to do this and figure out in advance you're getting ripped off. So the actual pro tip here is beware of Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> And especially if they want to pay with Venmo, PayPal, Walmart to Walmart, MoneyGram, or Western Union. Because that is so much harder to trace or to claw back the money once you find out you've been ripped off. So he got people for as low as 400 and as high as 5000 But he's going to jail for a year and a day. So Steve sent that. Thanks a lot. Ohio man sentenced to prison for selling fraudulent hunting leases uh, from the Department of Justice. Questions or comments? Below. Let's talk to you later. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Okay, you have to stop the Q-tip when there's resistance.